and gentlemen, welcome to the Guns in Radio podcast. And now, give it up for your hosts, Chris Caputo and Dustin Bones. Oh yeah, this is episode 91 of the Guns in Radio podcast. Uh-huh. It's the macho man. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something, brother. <laughs> the mega powers have collided in this podcast. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, and we're going to do this whole show just like this right here, brother. It's going to be 90 minutes of this bullshit right here. So what you going to do when this Izzy Stradlin ain't it a bitch song? I don't know. Blows your eardrums out. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, folks. We are on episode 91 of the Guns and Radio podcast, and you haven't got bored with us yet. That deserves a round of applause. Hell yeah. I was going to say, you haven't got bored yet because, fuck, we're almost at 50,000 plays. Or, well, by the time this airs, we have hit 50,000 plays. That's right. So, as promised, we are giving you guys a bonus show very, very soon. So, by now, you will be able to go to our Twitter account, uh, check out our tweets, and you will find on Twitter a poll which will uh, allow you to vote on what we're going to do for the bonus show. Let's talk about that. What is on that poll for the bonus show, Brother Caputo? It's a special themed one since we haven't covered any of like the leaks or unreleased GNR stuff. We haven't even covered a GNR song in general in quite some time. So I thought, you know what, let's pump one of these leaks out. So it's going to be a themed uh, GNR leaks slash unreleased uh, playlist here. So we have, from four songs, uh, perhaps Atlas Shrugged, Going Down, and Eye on You, aka the Mac Daddy song. <laughs> uh, did I, did Ann or Ian cover Eye on You? I don't think so. I have to double check that. Oh man, that'll be a that'll be an interesting episode. Uh, so will Atlas Shrugged, man. You remember when we first got those, like. Especially Atlas Shrugged, how happy we are where we were. That. Yeah, dude, that was huge because it's just like now you know, like those. I guess like you hear the stuff in the rumor and the hyperbole, like interviews and all that shit. And then it, I guess a lot of it got so hyped to an extent that I guess I understand, like you know, some people are disappointed, but it's like, yeah. But at the same time, you can't really like hype up stuff to your own personal expectations. And that's where you get a lot in a lot of things, I think. A lot of fandoms are like that. I think, honestly, like, if GNR would put out music more often than every, like, two and a half decades, then we wouldn't have it so hyped up in our heads. Oh, absolutely. I agree. We'd be disappointed. I mean... Mm -hmm. But that's just me. And, uh, yeah, so there you go. Be sure to head over to Twitter, vote on the bonus show, and uh, we are going to make that happen. We're going to make oh, it yeah. happen sooner than later. We're not going to have you wait like we did that last time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, since we're on the topic of bonus shows as well, we still have two more bonus show goals right now to conquer. So um, if you guys get us over to 150 uh, likes, or they call them follows now for some fucking reason on Facebook. Uh, yeah, Lame. yeah, which is stupid. So get us there um, at Guns and Radio Pod. Follow, like, whatever the fuck the terminology is now. Like, <laughs> this they're, only con- they're only confusing their freaking uh, racist 50 and above demographic even more. So <laughs> I can't wait till they make a political statement out of that and, like, what the fuck? Like, followers, these liberal, racist, conservative, of a bitch. Joe Biden changed our Facebook. <laughs> no, they're probably still saying, thanks, Obama. <laughs> and it was Jason Trudeau or whatever his fucking name <laughs> Jason Trudeau. <laughs> You're close as Justin. But Justin, my bad. We're a couple of vowels off. It's all right. The king of Canada. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, the mayor, the mayor of Canada. <laughs> That's it. That's the one. Oh 
That's what I'm going to start calling him from now on. The mayor of Canada. <laughs> Just call him the governor. <laughs> governor. I like the mayor better because it implies that Canada is a lot smaller than it is. Or just a small town. <laughs> just a little small town up north. <laughs> just a small town girl. <laughs> Living in the Canadian world. <laughs> yeah, you guys didn't know that Canada was just a small town in Wisconsin? Wisconsin? No, where's the one in Montana? That's where everybody talks like Canadians in America. <laughs> yeah, Canada's just <laughs> another small town in Montana. <laughs> Oh, gosh. <laughs> Pluto's gonna get tired of me shit talking Canada one of these days. He's gonna fly down there and he's gonna whip my ass. Yeah, and you can get exclusive video on our Patreon page. Yeah, exclusive ass whipping video. And speaking of Patreon, <laughs> that's the second of our bonus show goals. So if we get to uh, ten subs over on Patreon page, it's GunsAndRadio.com. We will put up a bonus show poll for patrons to vote on it's going to be available on all tiers that's right and we got one more announcement to make concerning our patreon Mm -hmm. this week is the last week that you have to be able to get you actually by the time this airs you have two days you have two days left to get your hands on the exclusive Pod in this lifetime t-shirt by becoming a VIP on our Patreon and completing a three-month circuit. Anybody that comes in at the last couple in these last two days will get grandfathered in, will still be able to get the t-shirt. However, after these two days, that t-shirt becomes unavailable because we've got new merch coming and a whole new loyalty program. That we are starting now. And I think that this is as good a time as any to go ahead and tell them about the Patreon changes we're making. Oh yeah. So we've 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 looked at the content that we offer on Patreon, the video versions, uh getting dizzy with it now, the warm-up show. And we have decided that we feel like it would be best for everybody, especially the people who subscribe to us currently, if we made all of our content available on every tier. So anything that Caputo and I make to goes on the Patreon from now on will be available across all tiers. So you should see this update be made official uh, really soon on the Patreon. Actually this week, probably I'm going to say by Thursday is when I'm hoping to have all of that moved over. Everything is going to be available. And of course, everything from now on that we post will also be available. The video versions, the audio versions. Uh, The only thing that sucks about the video versions is sometimes YouTube can be a dick to us whenever we're editing these. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have to cut some things out. So there might be some things cut out of the video version that is included in the audio version. We're working on a resolution to that right now. But uh, everything that you want to see, the getting dizzy with it, our brand new show available only on gunsandradio.com, the warm-up show, everything we do, even early access is going to be available across all tiers. But on the $10 and the the $5, and the the $10 tier, we are adding a merchandise loyalty program that will start on April 1st and on the $10 tier you will be getting uh, guns and radio postcards there are four to collect that'll take you a year's worth of subscribing on the on the on that tier to collect so you can collect all four of those and I really can't say much about them yet because we haven't released them all yet uh, but we will tell you that if you get on the VIP tier after the first, every quarter you will get a new Guns and Radio t-shirt. And the first one coming up, our friend Caputo, for those of you watching the video version over on GunsandRadio.com right now, Caputo here is rocking the very first Guns and Radio t-shirt. 
which will be available. Oh, oh it went away. There we go. <laughs> and that is our Appetite for Discussion t-shirt. You can see those two sexy faces on the... Oh, yeah. That was a fun t-shirt to make because I literally took pictures of us and drew over them to make those. Yeah, dude, this is awesome. You sent me the design. I was like, holy shit, we have, we have some fucking merch ideas now. <laughs> I know, right? God, I love and it. I'm actually, as we speak, working on the second one. Uh, but I've decided that when I make things in Photoshop, I'm probably going to use that as an opportunity to record something for Patreon. So I'm going to start recording the uh, the Photoshop sessions and posting on videos on it so you can see how I make the thumbnails, how we make the t-shirts, how we make this, that, and the other uh, as more exclusive content on Patreon. We have so much shit on Patreon now. I mean, there was a week where I did videos every day until I got sick. I was just yeah. trying like a little vlog, but then I've got the mm. the Rockin' Adventures of Dustin and Cece, which will be coming back very soon uh, to both Patreon and YouTube, and uh, which is really cool because I'm looking forward to hanging with Cece and making videos again as soon as we are both vaccinated uh, for COVID. So for me, that happens next week. Ooh. Yeah. Actually, at the time of this recording, it happens tomorrow. So, oh, nice. Well, like that's the first shot, or yeah, the first of the two shots. I'm getting it tomorrow. I've got a sinus infection, so I'm hoping mm-hmm. that won't affect it. I'm thinking I'm just not going to tell them that, so they'll give it to me anyway. Yeah, I don't see why it should. I ain't no doctor, but you know, mm-hmm. you know how it is. I don't want to fuck with it. <laughs> I don't want yeah. this shit. <laughs> exactly, so. man. So I'm getting getting vaccinated, and then we'll keep you updated if I start craving brains or human blood and flesh or anything. <laughs> it's okay. I know a few people like whoever already got like their first shot, so we're good so far, at least from what I've, I've seen. I hear it makes the five G on your phone really work well for some reason. So. Yeah, I don't know. I heard if you put like your phone close enough to your head, you get like, you can get reception as far as like halfway across the world. Oh, <laughs> nice, nice. Well, shit, if I'd known that, I'd have got this shot a long time ago. Fuck. <laughs> you know what? My my thing is, they're going to do what they want to do. They're going to listen anyway. Let them listen. <laughs> what are they going to hear? They're going to hear me shit talk. Random ass people, mostly celebrities. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to hear me playing PlayStation. And if they want to get in my camera, they can watch me jack off from time to time. But that's about really all they're going to get to see. So, yeah. Uh, and sometimes I like to hold up a sign while I do it and make sure my camera is in good focus. So I can be like, fuck you, NSA, or uh, <laughs> this one's for you, NSA agent. <laughs> With this look on my face. Aggressive fucking meat spanking face. <laughs> Biting your lip like <laughs> Oh yeah, I love the government. Oh, I don't know why. We don't just band together. We want the NSA to quit watching us. That's how we do it, is we all start doing that constantly. And then they never know. Have you ever been on chat roulette? <laughs> Have you been on Omegle? Like, there's a reason you don't go to those websites very often, because nine out of ten times you click, you get a dick. <laughs> yeah, and, and dicks are fucking gross. And so, I mean, if you got some NSA agents sitting there randomly picking people to spy on, and nine out of every ten that they select is a penis, mm-hmm. they're going to eventually quit their job, maybe even kill themselves, and... <laughs> I mean, I know that's a viable option there in that in that scenario. Look at a dick or kill yourself. That's a pretty hard decision sometimes. Uh, I'd say it depends on whose dick it is. Like Batista's, I'm going to be curious. So, you know, might take a glance. Just a quick one. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to wait some time, you know. Maybe when his, his uh, Hall of Fame uh, thing happens. <laughs> to me, the Hall of Fame doesn't have a Q&A. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Anybody got any questions for Batista and everybody that listens to Wrestle Talk or uh, or Kayfabe commentaries? Yeah, this fucking you shoot. Oh, you shoot. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> you shoot. 
I got one. <laughs> yeah, but we have the Iron Sheik answer the questions, be the moderator. Hey, Baba. What the fuck you want to ask this guy? Motherfucker. I don't know why. You know, Tony Schiavone's got that alternate commentary podcast. I don't know why they didn't do that with the Iron Sheik. Oh, That'd nice. be funny as hell hearing him do commentary over. It'd be funny, but probably racist as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes Hulk Hogan, this motherfucker. You never I'm... called me back since '84, fucking Jabroni bitch. Jabroni bitch ass motherfucker. <laughs> oh. Break his back, make him fucking humble. <laughs> <laughs> fucking <laughs> bullshit. He's bullshit. <laughs> Here's the commentary team for that show. The Iron Sheik and the guy that plays Borat as Borat. (laughs) 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 Oh my God. That'd be funny as hell. Let's see. What other announcements have we got to make? I think that's it, right? I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, so we got a bonus show coming up. So I have two bonus show goals to uh, conquer, hopefully. If you get one yeah. of those soon, you're going to get episode 100 even earlier than expected. Yeah, I mean, they're already getting it earlier than expected because we wasn't expecting... Well, I, I, I didn't say... I wasn't expecting it to be this week mm-hmm. that we would hit that 50,000. But, you know, guys, we really do appreciate you guys checking us out and sticking with us this long and... And participating in the show and just supporting us, supporting the band that we all love. And and it's just really cool that all of you guys are still tuning in to us. And we hope to hear more from you. And we hope to uh, get another 50,000 downloads out of you guys. Hell we yeah. Around for another 100 episodes. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll be around for, for some time, I hope, you know. But yeah, yeah thank you, thank you everyone for giving us a chance for uh, subbing our Patreon, you know, stuff like that. Every every you know tweet, retweet, like, follow counts. Um, yeah. So if you guys want some more of us, you just follow all our all our socials, all at Guns and Radio Pod. That's right. Find and, us anywhere. We'll be there. And don't forget, if you join our Patreon, uh, we actually phone call everybody that uh, joined. Actually, uh, our boy Frost joined. I told you about this. I'll tell you about the conversation I had with Frost. Oh, no, you already told me about that. But I know, I think you did uh, give him a call there because he, he did send his uh, thing on Patreon. Oh, yeah. I called him. We talked for, I think, an hour and a half. Ooh. And then something broke in my house, and I had to, and I had to go abruptly and deal with <laughs> grown-up shit. But, man, yeah. it turns out uh, I wouldn't have known this if it wasn't for that uh, that phone call feature that we started adding into our Patreon. But um, he and I attended the same Slash concert together. Holy shit. Small-ass world. Wow. He was there at Biloxi, Mississippi. I don't remember the exact date. I'd say about 2011, 2012. I think it's probably 2012 to 2013, more like more like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was the night that the only night they played Mississippi Queen. Because uh, I said, "Is that the night they played Mississippi Queen?" He was like, "Yes, they did." I couldn't believe it, and I was like, "Yeah, that's the only time they ever played that." Period. And uh, yeah, so it was really cool getting to talk to somebody else that was there. And I think I've told the story about that on the show. It was the night. I- I won all the money in the casino and got pissed yeah. off because we missed half the show. But, uh, <laughs> man, I were to write a book someday with some of these damn stories. But that, I just said all that to say it was really cool that uh, we added the phone call feature because I never would have known that if it wasn't for that. But, yeah. And it's always cool, you know, to interact with our listeners in, in a different kind of way rather than just having, you know, some through social media, you know, it's that's a little more personal, definitely. So oh, yeah. that's you got some more personal shit, man. Sub uh sub to the Patreon, give you a phone call, get a shout out on an episode. And if you join the VIP after three months, you get every quarter a brand new t shirt from your boys. Woo-hoo. Eric Guns and Radio. So all right, so we're going into the show now. Um 
we are going to check out uh, Caputo found a music video <clears throat> that uh, you wanted to watch. Why don't you tell us about this while I'm getting it loaded up? Yeah, so I just literally were like seeing stuff for uh, Paul Stanley's Soul Station, and they just released an album, I believe, recently. I know sometime in this month, maybe it was a couple weeks ago or so, by the time this airs. I was like, ah, shit, I totally forgot Soul Station was a thing. So uh, I figured, why not we look at one of their actual original songs that they made for the album, instead of like something they cover. Let's see what kind of original stuff. All right. And uh, on this one, I-O-I. I-O-I. Okay, I'm going to put it in my phone. So you can go to YouTube, look up Paul Stanley, Sto- Paul Stanley Soul Station, I-O-H-I, and um, join us as we watch that. So if you need to pause the podcast, do what you need to do to get that loaded up. Uh, feel free to do so. And uh, have you got it loaded up? Oh, yeah. I'm ready to go. All right. Well, uh, you want to count us down? Yeah. Uh, let's, let's count it down, guys, here in three, two, one, play. It looks like one of those, uh, it looks like the Tonight Show band. Yeah. Back in the Johnny Carson. Yeah. We got a couple guitars. Got like whole, uh, got the the brass ones there. Got some backup singers. Eric Singer on drums. (laughs) Oh. He gets a half kiss. kiss. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. I forget how weird Eric looks without his makeup. Yeah, this is the first time I think I've ever seen him without makeup. Him and Ace look weird without makeup. They did. Yeah. Or was it Tommy Thayer now? Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, Tommy Thayer's the guy playing Ace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is the guy that plays Peter Chris. <laughs> Right, Remember right. when GNR had that brass section and everything for that tour? Oh yeah, I got the backup singers. You know, we had Teddy Zigzag over there. Yeah, they had to let them go. Teddy Zigzag cost too much. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't fit the vision at the time. <laughs> well, goddamn! Did you ever see his paycheck? Shit! No wonder <laughs> that tour didn't draw any money. I was gonna say, who the fuck? Who the fuck leaked their? Uh... Like the expense report. <laughs> Who knows their accountant? <laughs> Rick Dunsford. <laughs> I was going to say, did Brando find out their accountant, you know, the six degrees of separation thing? I don't know, man. I bet you, I, I, I bet somebody that knows enough about the inner workings of the band probably wouldn't have too hard of a time. Yeah, I was gonna say if Doug Goldstein ended up finding the friggin' guy who massaged these guys backstage, <laughs> you can find anything. Especially if they speak Brazilian. <laughs> I'm sorry, Portuguese. Portuguese. <laughs> I am not crazy about this, I ain't gonna lie. I kinda dig it. It's nice. The guy playing guitar looks like the guy from those, I don't know, videos. <laughs> Paul Stanley asked me to be in his band. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, be in my band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not feeling this, man. Sorry, Paul. You like it's it, all... though. Like, that's okay. What? Yeah. I mean, this is like his like sort of like tribute to like Motown, like the soul, like seventies, the kind of music. And I'm like, yeah, I enjoy some of that stuff. And so this is interesting, definitely. It's something original. Like you're bringing that sort of style into like the 2020s. You know, yeah. it's it's only gonna work with a certain demographic, but like it's still interesting to like see. 
How pissed off would you be if uh, we didn't get a new GNR album, but Axl Rose released like a disco record? <laughs> I'd be interested to see that. Yeah, I was going to say, if disco, you think DJ Ashba's going to feature on there? <laughs> Imagine Axl actually... Rose singing on a fucking like, big house EDM track. <laughs> I'd check that out. Yeah, get, like, some... what's up. Yeah, if we get some DJ to like remix all of Chinese democracy as like fucking like house bangers, like do 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 do, don't really matter. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like that sounds pretty bad. Like when they did the remix album, that idea just sounded bad to me. I mean, I wanted to hear them out of curiosity. Was a couple, a couple of them were actually decent. I mean, oh yeah, like, the this I love especially. Mm-hmm. I love the Shacklers remix. That's some good shit. Is that the Mortal Kombat? Yeah, it takes like stuff from like Street Fighter, like all those like fighting video games. Okay. Really good. Well, folks, our song for the day is going to be "Ain't It a Bitch" by Izzy Stradlin, like Carol Baskin, that bitch. <laughs> but um, so we thought it would be a good time. To uh, talk about some bitches and uh, basically, you know, see, sometimes you find yourself in a situation where you're like, man, was I, was I, was I the bitch here or was I the asshole in that situation? And you just don't know. So you post on Reddit and then we come along and read it on our podcast. Yeah. And so this is the return. This is the second time we've ever done this bit. I don't remember the last time we did this bit. Uh, but it's the return of Judge Caputo. He's got his gavel out. He's ready to... Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> the drunk people's court. <laughs> um so Caputo's here. He's ready. We're going to read a couple of Reddit Am I the Asshole questions. We're going to hear the whole story, and then Caputo is going to decide, are you the asshole in this situation? Where are you being an asshole? Mm-hmm. Yes. I I'll like try to, to judge people. It's a fun oh, yeah. Well, that's what we're doing today. We always judge people. Don't be. Don't, don't yeah. play like you know. Point fingers at everyone else. I'm pointing one at you now. <laughs> that's right. Um, so anyway... <laughs> Let's see. Okay, here's a fun one. <clears throat> this one, I, I just want to read this one. So I'm trying to find some uh, some more bitchy ones than I am asshole ones to kind of go along with our, our theme for the day. But I saw this one in the headline grabbed my attention. So Judge Caputo, the question is, am I the asshole for spraying my arm with no-chew dog spray so that my stepsister wouldn't lick it anymore. What the fuck? Look, man, we all got problems with our stepsisters trying to lick us and suck us in certain places. I mean, you've seen all the <laughs> videos on the radio or on the internet. I mean, it's just an everyday occurrence. So at least this guy's taking some initiative mm-hmm. to uh, to try to stop it. Uh, anyway, let's read about it. It says... So I have a step-sibling on uh, the spectrum. Oh, well, now I immediately regret the last thing I fucking yeah, said. Wait a that, fucking yeah. No, I was going to say some <laughs> shit, but no, my, my thoughts are terrible now. No. Oh, I was going to say, like... Why did you have to tell us that? God damn it. Yeah. Pity. Shame. Shame. Oh. So anyway, one of the big issues that she has is that she licks everything and everyone. I'm still saying this sounds like the start of one of the X videos, Pornhub fucking videos. But anyway, uh, so she likes to lick everything and everyone. And she has a special therapist that's supposed to be helping with these kind of things. And they've told my dad and my stepmom to get her interested in licking other things. For example, she has special bracelets and necklaces that she wears for licking. And my mom and my stepmom, they've helped a lot with the issue. Uh, But apparently it wasn't happening uh, quickly enough. So I'm skipping ahead because this is a kind of a TLDR 
story here. Mm-hmm. So uh, <clears throat> anyway, he go she go he or she I don't know what's the scenario. They go to their dad's house and they start spraying their arms and neck with no chew spray because uh, when the dog they had a dog that was licking and chewing on the furniture and so whenever they sprayed the spray on the furniture the dog stopped immediately. So she basically he or she I'm gonna say she she basically took a fucking bath in this shit sprayed her arms and her neck with it so their sister would quit licking her. And it says anyway my mom and my stepmom my dad and my stepmom got mad at me about it and they said that uh what I did was mean and demeaning but their stuff wasn't working at all and it didn't make any difference. The spray did not work though. Uh, because she didn't try to lick me or get too much into my personal space again for a few more days. Then it sounded like the fucking spray worked. Yeah, what? You think it didn't work? Yeah, it says it. Oh, it's not. It says the spray did work. Like I figured the parents warned the kid or something. Yeah. Fucking, it worked. Who cares? Yeah, uh, it's, it's an alternative, but it works. So I, I, I can see both ways on this one, but I mean. I I don't know. You just you hear like stories and stuff, especially with people with like the they're very like high functioning like that in a way. And so you gotta just try to find like something that works. Maybe it, maybe it is. It could be a little like demeaning in a way. But hey, if it works, it works. Like dude, I've known like um an old friend of mine. I know like his older brother is like very like high functioning, like autistic, whatever. And he would like always try and bite his freaking fingers off whatever so I had to put it so he always wear a glove on one hand so it's just to prevent him from not biting like his nails or his fingers or all that shit so I mean there's stuff like that it can work sometimes you know maybe you gotta do something a little crazy out of the box extreme maybe sometimes you know but I, I, I can't really say that there's you're not a bitch you're not an asshole you're just trying to do something if it works it works by all means alright well, there's your verdict Judge Caputo says, you're not an asshole. And I agree. You're not a biatch. I don't care. You start licking on me and shit, I'm going to mace your ass. That's how I'm going (laughs) to teach you not to do it. Okay, so let's get to something a little more serious than our last topic. Uh, Am I the asshole for not making sure that there was space in the fridge for my roommate's food? Basically, TLDR version uh it's a dude they they he's a he's got a roommate in the dorm with him all they've got is a mini fridge uh the uh he asked his roommate if she wanted to split the payment uh for the mini fridge and use half of it and she said no because she wouldn't use it that much and so he basically filled the motherfucker up and didn't leave her no space and she got all pissed so is he the asshole, or is she just being a bitch for not wanting to pay and pony up the dough? And I have an answer to this, but I'm not the judge here, so. Nah, she is like, bro, if you're not paying for it, like, what the fuck? Like, dude, especially if you're, like, with a roommate or something, like, there's there's always something with, like, who, whatever, you know, the sharing of things or the use of certain things, especially. But in this case, at least this whoever this person they're offered said, listen, if you want to go splits, we can do it. At least he was nice enough to offer and do that sort of thing. Right. If you don't want to take part in it, that's your fucking problem. It's not his. All right, decision's made. Judge Caputo says, uh, you are not the asshole for not for doing that. Uh, my answer is, fuck your roommate. Like, yeah. I know I'm not the judge. This ain't my bit, but fuck your roommate. That's like when you gotta go to the fucking drive-thru with your girlfriend, and she says, no, I don't want any French fries. And then she eats up all of your motherfucking French fries. <laughs> like, no, fuck you. Like, you said you didn't want none. I was perfectly happy with buying you your own French fries so you could both, we could both get a portion of French fries. But no, now neither one, now I don't get a portion of French fries because yo ass said you didn't want none. Yeah. Or it's, it's like that one person, like, premises. Dude, it's like that one person where you, like, go out, like, whatever food with. Like, oh, you want some, like, stuff? I'm like, no, I only want, like, three fries. I'm just going to take three from you. Fuck you, motherfucker. No, you 
you ain't. That's what I'd say to that. You are not going to do that. Okay. All right. So let's get to something a little less serious now. Am I the asshole for not listening to one of my father's last wishes? Ooh. Okay. This is interesting now. All right. It says, I'll keep it short. My dad died a little over a month ago. He had cancer and was, uh, the process was heartbreaking. Yeah, it's all sad. We're going to skip ahead. My fiance and I were married soon, but we called the whole thing off or we're to be married soon. But then we called the whole thing off after this. My father was really looking forward to walking me down the aisle and my wedding was really special for him. And I was so excited before he died. He told me to get married because it was a wonderful thing and he didn't want me to miss out on it because of him. And uh, so my aunt took this uh, literally and is uh, constantly reminding me that it was my father's, what my father wanted. Basically, she never she never rescheduled the wedding and now her family is constantly harassing her about it because it was one of her dad's dying wishes. Hmm. So is she the asshole for not listening and getting married right away? Um, well, it, it kind of like, I guess I understand like wanting to like delay it a bit. Sure. Like if you want to just delay it a while, sure. But like, I guess if you're like in like that committed relationship and you still would want to get married, go through with it. Like, I don't, I don't see how like if she's sort of at fault. If anything, the, the fucking harassment from the family, these pieces of trash over there, like, I see there are the assholes. She really isn't. I know. Mind your own fucking business. How about it? Maybe yeah. this was maybe this was her way of getting out of a wedding she didn't want to have in the first place. Yeah, but it doesn't seem like that. I, I don't know if it, if it seems like maybe she would like, you know, delay it a bit, whatever. Yeah, it happens, you know, tragic shit happens. You know, let's push it back a little while and let us, you know, refocus or whatever in a way. So I don't see no. I don't I think I think you I all right. Bang the gavel. Decisions made. Okay, so this is a theoretical one. This is another wedding question. Would I be the asshole if I did not plan my wedding menu around one guest? All right. So this is a few paragraphs, but we're going to read it. It's not too long to not read. Like many people who are preparing for their wedding, my fiance and I are trying to nail down a menu with our caterer. Our wedding is coming this summer, and we are at the point where we're needing to make decisions for the menu. Our caterer allows us two entree choices for the wedding menu. We definitely want one meat option and one vegetarian option because we have many guests who are vegetarians. The problem is, though, that one of our invited guests will be bringing his girlfriend and his plus one, who I do not know, his girlfriend, we've only met about three times and limited interaction. She has made it very clear that she is on a gluten, that she is gluten freegan, which is a gluten free vegan. And uh, the hangouts that we have attended are memorable because she always brings baked goods and serves them to everyone. As soon as we finish them eating, she smugly goes, ha, these were gluten-free, dairy-free, and vegan. See, it's not so hard. And, yeah, that's the kind of bitch that they're not planning their whole wedding around. We oh, don't need to read that. Well, fuck you, man. You act like that? Guess what? Go eat fucking grass. That's right, bitch. Yeah, dude, fuck that. If it's for one person out of, you know, how many people are going to show up at this wedding? At least probably 200? Probably. No, please, it's your wedding. It's your special day if they don't like it. But fuck off. You don't, you don't have to show up. You, you know, have to come. You know, like, there's, there's, there's ways to be vegan and there's ways to not be vegan. Last week, we had two vegan guests on our show. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? They didn't feel the need to tell me about it. It came up eventually in mm. GN Extra when we were fucking off and just having random conversations. But it it it, it did not, you know what I'm saying? They weren't preachy about it. They weren't bitchy mm-hmm. about it like some fucking vegan people are. And so, yeah, dude, I agree. Get the fuck over yourself. You know what you do? You know what I would do? I've got the solution. I can fix her problem right now. Oh, okay. Take back your wedding invite. 
fuck the bitch. Now she can eat whatever the fuck she wants when she drops her boyfriend off at the parking lot <laughs> to the church. Yeah, or have her outside. And be like, listen, you, you can eat outside, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Just have a table for one out there. Listen, here's grass and a pile of fucking dirt. You I don't that. know. Is, is, glass gluten, is grass gluten-free? It's fucking vegan. It comes from the ground. Sort of go I, eat a fucking I, sunflower seed. I don't fucking know what gluten is. Hang on one second. We'll ask an expert. Hey, baby! <laughs> oh. Let's see if I can make her do a run-in. <laughs> hey, baby! Come here for a second, please. Oh, she's cooking. <laughs> okay, hang on. I can make this work. Hey. Okay, is grass... <laughs> is grass gluten free? <laughs> grass. Like, if I were to eat the grass in the yard, is that gluten free? Oh, okay. What about the roots? <laughs> So gluten is anything with wheat, period. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Thanks, babe. Love ya. <laughs> Apparently, gluten is anything with fucking wheat in it. Who fucking knew? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I hope that it got caught on the mic. Oh, my God. I hope it did, too. I hope. Did you hear it? I heard it. If you could hear it, they can hear it. All right. Um, man, there's a lot of people getting married, man. Y'all got to quit getting knocked up with them COVID babies, and you wouldn't keep having to have weddings and shit and keep asking us if you're the asshole. But this is going to be the last one. Am I the asshole for saying I don't want any kids at my wedding? Ooh, oh, okay. Hmm. Basically, in a nutshell, they're getting married in a few months. His fiance's older sister has a toddler and twin boys on the way. The twins would be a little over a month old at the time. I'm typically pretty quiet, and I've let my future husband's eight siblings run the show at all of our family gatherings, the entire relationship. However, my friends and my family keep telling me that this is our day, it is our wedding, and it should be exactly the way we want it, even if it hurts somebody's feelings. So this is the one day that is all about us, and we shouldn't need to bend to other people. His older sister loves to be in the spotlight and hates it when the attention is not on her. So when her first child was born, she took the baby to a wedding and then cried through the whole ceremony. Due to COVID-19, our venue is being very small, and I have asked the guests to leave their kids at home, including my side of the family uh, from, from our state. They have already made arrangements for someone to watch the nine toddlers from my side of the family for the day of the wedding so that everyone can be there. Mm-hmm. Everyone has had this understanding except for my fiance's family. All of his siblings are upset with me for requesting that the twins not be present for our 20-minute ceremony. Uh, My worries are that the babies will cry through the ceremony and she won't take them out to soothe them and basically ruin our wedding. So what do you think? Is she the asshole for not wanting these damn kids at her wedding? Um, Not really. You can just say with coronavirus, be like, listen, you got to restrict on people, so... uh... You can find an excuse. Yeah. And I, like, there's kind of one there, especially with like, you know, with like COVID and stuff, you know, especially if it's like a Rona wedding, you know, you can't have, you maybe have like right. half the people or like 30%, especially now inside like these, like, um, sort of the churches, like the religious place of worship, whatever, they're like cutting down the capacity. Yeah. So it's like, listen, don't come to ceremony, but you know, the reception, whatever, if it's cool, it's cool. Bring them there. So you, you can word it like that in a way. Yeah. But yeah. Like, I mean, they got the a kids? fucking yeah. babysitter. One, one end of the family made arrangements and didn't care. The other one, the one that wants the crying kids for, so that they can have the attention, is the ones that's pitching the bitch. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't I don't see why. I don't see at all how that's asshole-ish or, you know, bitch-like, whatever. But, yeah, as they... I don't okay. see why. I think she's all right. This one. All right, decisions made. 
And uh, that's that's all for the Am I the Asshole bit. We got a few of them in before we ran out of uh, out of time. We had the last. We've we've got 15 minutes left of our our hour long. Not really time limit. We don't really do that, but you know. Yeah. We aim for a number. We got close. It's there. <laughs> yeah. So uh, with that, uh, are you ready to listen to "Ain't It a Bitch" by Izzy Stradlin? Ah, well, I hope listening to the song ain't will not be a bitch. It'll uh, be pleasant. As do I, my friend. As do I. Well, right. let's get it. Uh, let's get it started, and maybe we won't be saying "Let's get it over with." Also. Yeah. Give us something good, Isabel. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Isabel. <laughs> Carol Baskin. This could be. This would make a great Tiger King montage song. Oh my god! They should put that in for like the, the movie with Nicolas Cage. Oh, dude, is that? St- oh, I forgot about that. I don't know if they even like. It's probably still in production. I don't know if they've actually even shot anything yet. But like, I, I, I haven't really heard about it in a while. Who's gonna play Carol Baskin? Oh, I have a nomination. He's got fucking like Drew Barrymore. I think could work. Bette no. Midler. <laughs> Give Betty White if she's still available. Oh no, Betty White's too sweet. <laughs> I think Bette Midler would make a great Carol Baskin. Yeah, tough, yeah. I could see. Who would play the guy that's the cult leader um, that rides the horse that comes in on the horse? Doc. Oh, Doc. The, um, oh the dude from Florida, who's some creepy dude. I don't know. Yeah, with the sex cult. Uh, just throw like Daniel Day Lewis in there. You can play these weird fucking roles. <laughs> Look at look at there will be blood. <laughs> Luke uh, Luke Wilson is that his name? Luke Wilson. Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. Oh, there oh, we go. Possible. Oh, Owen Wilson as Doc. Wow. Wow. Welcome to my wow. sex cult. Wow, it's crazy here. Wow, oh my god. Wow. <laughs> Featuring a cameo from Bill Clinton. Oh, <laughs> Florida. <laughs> Oh, really? Look at the gators. Almost by my weirdly off. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, let's get back into the song. You bitch. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> Not your fault, bitch. I'm digging this one, I gotta say. It's not bad. I like this. Like, I like the riff there. Yeah, I got that like funky old school rock kind of sound to it. Yeah, definitely. Um, should I have the lyrics pulled up? You want to get into some lyrics? Yeah, let's do some lyrics. Yeah, so we'll go from the top here. Ain't that a bitch? She had it again. Ain't that a bitch? She gone and split. Ain't that a bitch? It's all your mess. Ain't that a bitch? What you say for yourself? Uh, I'll tell you one thing. Yeah, that's the last time. I lose my head again. I'll keep my mouth shut. That's like the first verse and the first chorus there. Yeah. And then it says, ain't that a bitch you're overdue? Ain't that a bitch? Who's railing who? Ain't that who's, a bitch? Is it who's railing who? Or I think it's who's, who's railing who. I'm like, oh, wow. 
Is yeah. Stratton was still like in orgies in '98? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Duh. You never like, grow out of some things. Yeah, it was Raylan Hoons in my, my fucking tour bus that I also live in. <laughs> yeah, that's what uh, like eating chocolate and having orgies has in common. You never grow out of uh, the enjoyment. Uh, <laughs> that's a very interesting comparison. <laughs> you know something? I got to thinking about something the other day. You'd be surprised uh, how easy it is to fuck up a, a good orgy. Uh, I mean, like you let one little fart slip out and everybody else is just acts like it's the end of the fucking world. And, and, you know, I just, that's all I'm going to say about that. (laughs) But surprisingly easy. (laughs) It's not that kind of (laughs) orgy. Let's get back into the song. I said back into the song. Come on, play. It's all your fault, bitch. You fucked up the orgy. You farted and fucked up the orgy. That's a queen, bitch. I really like this guitar. Trying to think of what it's reminding me of. I'm thinking of something. Oh, we ain't done yet. It ain't over yet. Way to go. You done it again, Caputo. You done it again, motherfucker. <laughs> this is what Caputo says to me every time somebody unsubscribes from the Guns and Radio podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Usually after I make a joke like Phil Spector or something. <laughs> oh, wait. Phil, Phil Spector is a great one. I thought that would be the one that got us canceled. Yeah, it was close. It was close. But, was close. you know, luckily our legal team was pretty good. Got us out of that yeah. one, so can't complain. Yeah, our, our PR team. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I dread the day that I have to actually apologize for something because nobody's going to think I'm sincere. And they're probably going to be right. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) jeez. Don't make me fake apologize. Good point. (laughs) Let's just just, just, just pretend it didn't happen. Just go, you know what, that's just him, and go about your day. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Nothing will change. And then if you if you do that to me, nothing will change. If you don't, nothing will change. That's a good point. All right, so let's review Ain't It a Bitch by Izzy Stratton. All right. Um, Rock, paper, scissors to go first. We haven't done that. Yeah, it's been a while. Let's try that again here. All right, one, two, three, shoot. Oh, God damn it. All right, all right here we go. We'll go again. We both had scissors. Hey, right, shoot. You got me. Ah, there we go. I actually, actually, yeah, holy shit, I actually enjoyed this song. I think this is probably the best Izzy song I think we've reviewed so far in almost 100 episodes. Yeah. I'm, I'm digging this one, too. I think this is probably my favorite of the Izzy songs that we've reviewed. Dude, definitely. I mean, this is, I think, the th- also looking here, like, doing a little bit of research, uh, this is the third song we've covered from uh, 117 Degrees. 
Have we finished any albums yet? Well, we haven't finished anything. I mean, the first album we'll finish is fucking Dizzy Reed's solo album over on Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Because we're making a whole season tour. Yeah, well, we're making a whole spinoff series about that. Yeah. But yeah, this is like one of the third, I think, because we did Memphis from this album, that Chuck Berry cover. We did Freight Train on a Shaw cast. I um, hated, I think I hated both of those. I don't. Oh, yeah. Freight Train was the one that had like the 45 second, like, fucking outro where it never ended. And there's like fucking wailing on the instruments and shit. Yeah. Yeah. That was, was like so annoying. We literally lowered our star rating. It was good. <laughs> and then, like, you just pissed us off <laughs> for a good minute. Fuck you. <laughs> what do you think but, about Ain't It a Bitch? Like, what do you think as far as the this, this song we're listening to now, guys? Um, the solo's fucking great. I like the the riff. You can, it's a, it's pretty good actually. I mean, it's definitely the best Izzy song like I've heard in a while, and probably. Oh Lord, you broke up. Um, it's that good. Um, like this is it's a really good one. It's a really good song. Like I like the riff here. The solo's great. Guitar work is great. The lyrics are pretty good. It's better than just him, you know, than go get the ball, y'all, times 14. So, I mean, <laughs> anything's better than that. Uh, this is fucking, this is solid. Like, I'm going to go add this to, uh, probably add this to, like, my rock playlist on Spotify. This is definitely playlist worthy. Um, I'm debating on what to give it, though. Um, shoot, I want to give it a four, but I'm not sure. Um, the only thing standing in your way is yourself. Uh, that's true. You know what? Fuck it. This is probably the highest rated uh, Izzy song maybe ever. We're going to go four out of five. Really like this one. Really uh, do. I also really like this one. I like the uh, the, 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 the melody, if, I w- if, if you will. It's definitely uh, one of those Izzy-inspired songs, which kind of like I used to love her. I was getting some vibe, some I used to love her vibes. Uh, yeah, it definitely gave me like a, a GNR, a little bit of a vibe. Because I'm like, it sounds similar to something they've done. I just couldn't pinpoint it exactly. That may not even be it. That's just the one that comes to mind. Uh, hmm. It's definitely got that Izzy feel to it. Like when I hear it, Izzy Stradlin so was making solo shit, and I wanted to listen to. This is what I was expecting. You know what I'm saying? This is what I expected. Every Izzy song to sound similar to, to be of this caliber. Come to find out when we started this podcast, that ain't exactly the case. Yeah, they been very hit or miss, at least for us. Yeah. I mean, there's people out there that'll swear by every song the man wrote. Uh, I am not one of those people, but this one, um, this one I'll be adding to the playlist. Um, oh, yeah. Doing it right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm gonna give it four and a half. I, I'm gonna give it three and a half. I'm not gonna give it a full fledged okay. because mm-hmm. actually, you know what? Fuck it. I'll give it four stars too because it's the yeah. best Izzy song we've done so far. Uh, I still want to see Izzy do something better on his own, but mm-hmm. at the same time, um, I haven't seen him done any, do anything better than this yet. Yeah, this is the best so far. I'd say this and. Honestly, I really think like Old Tune was a really good one to review. California, I still listen to here and there. Um, yeah. A couple of them have grown on me, yeah. Here Comes the Rain really has grown on me. A little bit here for me, too. Like, I, a lot of it, definitely, I think after the first listen, maybe like the stuff gets a bit better. But a lot of like, if we're just doing like strictly like first impressions, a lot of these songs, like that's yeah. kind of what our review is based on. It's like a lot of the time, it's the first time listening to the stuff, so especially with Izzy, because I've never heard any of his shit until this. So, yeah, oh, I haven't heard much of it. There's a mm-hmm. couple of Izzy tracks still buried in the wheel that I'm really excited for us to do, but um, when those come up, I'll let you know. Oh, all right. All right, you ready to spin the wheel and get uh, figure out what we're doing next week? <clears throat> Hell yeah, bro! Let's spin that wheel. And be sure to head over to GN Extra where the conversation will continue this week. I was sick last week, so we didn't do it. We're going to do it this week, though.
Death on the Lips Walking Papers. Death on the Lips by the Walking Papers. Ooh. We've got good stuff from them, so I'm looking forward to that. Oh, yeah. that's the Walking Papers is definitely the best of the Duff shit. Like, um, so far, I'd say, yeah. Plus, there's a few other songs from his first solo album that I'm really looking forward to reviewing that are actually pretty good. So, Yeah, looking forward to this one. Death yeah. on the Lips by Walking Papers is next week. And don't forget, this Saturday, tune in to ShotCast Saturday. Have we decided what we're reviewing on ShotCast this week yet? Um, well, I think we can decide that like after this, like off air. Uh, we'll, we'll figure it out in private. We'll leave it. Yeah, little... we'll figure it out. Or we'll talk about it and figure it out on Extra. Yeah. And now you have so... an excuse to go listen to that show. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So... But that's going to do it for this week's edition of the Guns and Radio podcast. We hope you enjoyed, and thank you for supporting our show for 50,000 freaking downloads. Until next time, I'm oh, Mr. Yeah. Bones. I'm Chris Caputo. We will see you here next week on Guns and Radio. Peace.